We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome to this edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here this uh, Thursday afternoon, 2.15 start time hope you guys are uh, enjoying your mid-afternoon maybe if you got up early for the open championship this morning taking a little nap as uh i think the coverage kind of skips over ends for the day it's what eight o'clock in england something like that right now did so, you get up uh, and watch uh i went to bed later than i meant to i got up but i didn't get up I, i'm usually if i'm really interested in it i'll get up about three forty-five, four somewhere in there i did not do that i slept later than that but i did watch a little bit this morning when i Got up and got around. I don't even know what time he teed off. But Spieth was on like the eighth or ninth hole when I got up, and I watched most of his uh, most of his round before uh, before moving on. So Carson had a soccer game in Tupelo. We were late getting back, and then I had one of those for whatever reason, one nightmare after another night. That by the time it was time to get up, I was you up. had nightmares one after the other, like legitimate nightmares. Yeah, really. Yeah. In one, the like, guy like, like, like you mean like slasher stuff. Yeah, yeah. In one, the guy was he had a gun to like my abdomen. Seriously? Yeah, and he was like, "Don't look at me," and I'm like, "I'm not looking." And he had a mask on. And I was like, "My eyes are closed. I'm not looking." And I heard the gun go pop, and then he started laughing because he goes, "There's, there, I guess you got lucky on this one." And I woke up. You have those kind of dreams? Oh, all the time. No wonder you don't sleep. Oh, no. seriously? Yeah, I wake up and I'm like sweaty and. The whole deal. Really? Oh, yeah. Routinely. And then I had another one last I don't remember what the second one was. I had another nightmare. And at that point, well, I, I guess like, you went back to sleep all right. After the second one, I'm like, I'm up. Is that, is, is that a wise tale or is that true? Do you only remember, like, do you only dream in REM sleep? Is that right? I don't know. Or is that not true? <laughs> I've heard that. But. I just I just run a website and host a podcast, man. I okay. I, I don't know. What was the question you got asked the other day in the mailbag that was way above our pay grade for what we make to answer oh, things? Oh, did, did we come from apes? Oh, that's and right. I said, yeah, no, no, I'm not touching that, my man. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I wouldn't say this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No. <laughs> yeah. 
There's some battles I'll fight. Not getting into that one. No, you're getting you're getting beat up on that one either side. No matter you what you do, there's no winning that. Yeah, you're not winning. So we will answer you guys' questions from the uh, message board. Some maybe in the thread as well. I see a couple sitting uh, there on today's show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. Take advantage of the Speed Pass Plus app. Download it. Use it. Earn points. Save money there with the Oxford Exxon and all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. Also get the uh, five sixty nine lunch special, two sides of bread, thirty two ounce drink there at the Oxford Exxon. Maybe for the weekend, you want some ribs, some chicken, they'll hook you up there as well. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi. Six six two two five seven nineteen hundred. Six six two two five seven nineteen hundred. Call that number. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what board product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within fifteen minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle. No haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop it around, or uh, you can do what I've done, and that's hop into a Clark Ford. You'll love the product. You'll love the service. They'll take great care of you at Clark Ford, and you'll see for yourself when you make the call, 662-257-1900. Uh, this weekend be a great time to go uh, rafters on the water out at Sardis, frozen margaritas, frozen daiquiris, um, great food, great uh, views of the water, all that. If you're not heading out to Sardis, you can just go to the square in Oxford. Um, rafters on the square and then also rafters in New Albany be a great place to enjoy a July weekend here in North Mississippi. Yeah, I'm looking here says, uh, from Science Daily. said it's traditionally thought that dreaming only occurs in REM sleep. However, as also our study demonstrates, subject woken, subjects woken from NREM sleep are also able to give accounts of their dreams in more than half the cases. Really? Yeah. So maybe there's like something like where maybe you only remember during. Your brain paralyzes your muscles so you do not act out of dreams. During sleep, a person usually progresses through the stages, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't know. You ever have that dream where you're trying to move and you can't? Like you're paralyzed? Well, like you're trying to get your legs to move and you can't? No. Oh, yeah. I hate that one. You need like a sleep study or something oh, I, like I, some I, sort listen, of something listen i have no Do we need to hook some electrodes up to up, up there i have no doubt that if you somehow got into my whatever is whatever is in my skull that it would be fascinating do you ever know you're dreaming like do you ever yeah go hey i'm, I'm dreaming yeah here. i let this run sure, out sure absolutely because i'll notice that like something doesn't make sense because you know in dreams not everything's in line so you could be in a location that makes no sense for what you're actually doing you're like okay like this yeah, this, this isn't, doesn't make this sense. isn't real i'm yeah, asleep you almost like hey pinch myself yeah. and let's let, let, let's get out of this thing so <laughs> <sighs> yeah every once in a while i have a good dream but most of my dreams are pretty pretty rough yeah, alan says it's called sleep paralysis okay no i don't know I, I don't I, I don't i don't remember dreams very much Ginger said she used to have a dream all the time that her teeth were falling out. Ooh, that'd be tough. That sucks. Because I've told you about the good dream that I have, that I discovered that I actually do have hair. Really? Uh Uh-huh, it's awesome. I love that dream. I hate waking up from that dream. We've all seen your composite shot in 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 the student media photo over the course of the years. Was it thinning then, or was it a pretty full head of hair at that no, point? No, it was, it was thinning. It was started it? thinning after my baseball accident. Did it really? Yeah, for sure. You think there was some connection? Yeah, for sure. 
Really? I mean, I'm sure I w- would have been bald by now. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. You think I'm out of the woods yet? Yeah. You don't think it'll fall out any? any I mean, if it does, forward? by the time it happens, it won't matter. Well, it doesn't matter now. Like, what, no, what, but what I mean, does it, it gets to be like 70. And well, tr- sure, but you don't think like 42 all no, of a sudden no, no, the hair's coming no, out? No, no, no. You won that one. Yeah. I'm surprised I haven't gone gray. Most of the men in my family that I'm aware of have gray hair. I actually have a good bit more gray now than I did just two or three years ago. Yeah. You know, my mother was adopted, so I don't really know much about like that genetic yeah. mother side of the family, but like most everybody else is gray. Both of my brothers still have hair. That pisses me off. That sucks, Grind. He's I kept having a dream where I'd lose control going around a curve on a bridge. That's not good. Ooh, that wouldn't be good. Y'all have dreams where you can smell inside the dream. No, I mean, not that I'm aware of. I've never thought, hey, there's roses. Let me smell. I have a lot of snake dreams. Tons. I mean. You've got some psyche thing. I mean, I'll I'll start where I scream enough to wake up the house. Really? Oh, yeah. Whole house has heard me screaming. I haven't seen this FPI thing. Where where, Where can we get... Um, the list. Is it on the board or anywhere? FPI? Yeah. I haven't seen that. Brian says it has Ole Miss pick to go eight and four. That's kind of what I'm picking. Yeah, but I haven't actually seen the... I haven't seen the list of what's going on. Oh, here we go. 2021 College Football Power Index. How about that? You just never know what's going to fall into our lap on a July the 15th. Yeah, I just got to find it. Let's see. Let's click on Ole Miss. I know it's bad pod, but I'm trying to trying to figure it out a little bit. There's got to be somewhere where I can actually click and see the the ones just laid out, though, right? Yeah, projections for uh, for Ole Miss. It has the Rebels at least six wins. They have them at eighty no 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 eighty seven point eight percent. That they will win at least six games. Okay. Um, they're giving them a 2.1% chance to win the division. Obviously not very high. And then this one's got a little more toward a little more geared towards seven and five. It has Ole Miss at seven point two and four point eight. However, when you do the um uh, the game by game, I guess it's giving it at eight and four. So I've got it right here. You ready? Yeah, sure. It's got Ole Miss with a 63.2% chance to beat Louisville. That feels about right, yeah. By 5.3, I don't know what that means. Opponent FPI rank, I don't know. Is Ole Miss a 98.2% chance to beat Austin P. And a 74 Hold on, what percent chance to beat Austin P. 982 Oh, 98, okay. 98.2. And a 70.4% chance... To beat um, Tulane, so they got got the Rebels off to a three and zero start. Okay, sure. Then they go to Alabama October the second, and they give Ole Miss a nine point six percent chance to win the game. Alabama has an RPI, an FPI rank of one. So, um, okay, so that's it's a three and one. Then they come home to play Arkansas. gives uh, Ole Miss a 68% chance to beat Arkansas. Okay. And then a 58.2% chance the next week to beat Tennessee. 50-something, okay. 58.2. Okay. 
Interestingly, to me at least, on Saturday, October the 23rd, gives Ole Miss a 55% chance to beat LSU. Okay. Okay. So that would put, if you're going by chalk at this point, sure. FPI chalk, okay. which is, by the way, green and red chalk. No other chalk. Green and red. Okay. So it's Christmassy. Sure. But Ole Miss is 6-1 and one at this point. People feeling pretty good in Oxford at that moment. Be pretty. Pretty woolly. The bar owners would be very happy when six and one starts. <laughs> yeah. and, and the only loss is Alabama. Okay, yeah, yeah we'll, 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 we'll move on. We would be saying super chats are yeah. open. Yeah. Then things change. 31.6% chance for Ole Miss to win at Auburn. This again, according to ESPN FBI. Get mad at them, not us. <laughs> on Saturday, October the 30th, um, 31.6% chance for the for the Rebels. But that would be a from an Ole Miss standpoint, that would be a zoo week going into that game. Yeah. 6 and 1 before Auburn. For sure. Gives Ole Miss uh a week later where the indigestion meter will be really high. I will be selling Tums and Pepto Bismol at every street corner that I can find this week, but it gives Ole Miss a 85.4% chance <laughs> of beating Liberty. Okay. So the FBI is not overly worried about the flames. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is not factoring in the emotional situation of you. Get coming your Maylocks here, yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 85.4%. And then on uh, Saturday, November the 13th, only a 33.1% chance, one, so basically a one-third chance at home against Texas A&M. Okay, sure. A 93.2% chance at home against Vanderbilt. 93. 93. They don't like the doors. Hard to like them if you read about them. Oh, they're even worse? Yeah. They De- were one of the worst teams. Defensively, they have a chance to actually be worse than they were a year ago, which is saying something. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, think about that a minute. Go ahead. And then here's the one where we could ruin the mood of the show. Because I get asked this question a bunch. I got asked it in the mailbag, and I answered it honestly, and I've gotten no feedback, which makes me wonder if people read that far. Okay. 46.3% chance at Mississippi State. So this has Ole Miss going 8-4, and four, losing at Alabama, losing at Auburn, losing at home to Texas A&M, and losing at Mississippi State. It's an interesting mental thing. Would you guys take that? You get eight and four, but you lose the state. Oof. I mean, I, I know there's what, also such a mole tier there at nine and three versus eight and four. I mean, that's a painful loss beyond just losing to your rival. <clears throat> that's that's taking the cap one bowl out of play. That's taking backing your way into an access bowl out of play. Yeah. Oh, it would be a painful loss. I mean, that, that you're, you're headed back to the Outback or the or the Gator Bowl pissed off at that point. Yeah, no, it would be, be a painful loss in a myriad of ways. Now, again, this is a computer, and I always say this. Computers don't take human emotion in. So how many games between 42% and 58%? We'll call that the toss-up area. Okay. Um, Tennessee. It's okay. 58.2. So right on the yeah. on the number I gave. But technically, no. LSU's 55. Okay. And State's 43. State's 46.3. 46, okay. Yeah, it's, it, gives, it gives Ole Miss a better chance of beating A&M than at Auburn. 
So one of the questions that I got was, hey, if there's a team that you think is kind of highly thought of going into this season that could underachieve, which one would be your target in the West? And my answer was Ole Miss. And I kind of did it expecting to get flogged, and I didn't, which tells me nobody read that far. Because people ask questions, and I went and got answers this week. That's all that, yeah. Um, but you could tell me that Ole Miss didn't quite get there defensively. I buy it. Somebody gets hurt, playmaker ends up not working out on offense the way you would expect. My, yeah. my initial reactions to these numbers, I'm good with the Louisville number. I'm good with Austin P. Tulane. I actually think Tulane is better than Liberty. I'm just I'm tell you that now. I'm good with the Alabama number. I actually think Ole Miss's chance of beating Arkansas is higher than 68, and I think their chance of beating Ellis of Tennessee is higher than 58. Sure. The LSU number surprised me because I would have thought it was more like 50-50, like total toss. Sure. The Auburn number seems a little low, but I am amazed at how many Ole Miss people go, oh, yeah, Auburn, W. And I'm like, well, hold up. Well, and part of that is that, all, I mean, with all due respect, Ole Miss just doesn't beat Auburn. That's what I was going to say. That's what hey. I've done this conversation with people. Where they're like, well, what, what, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. You know, Aiden Forish? Well, who are they going to lose to? And I always will say, well, I mean, you know, they could lose at Auburn. It's one of the ones I say. And they're like, oh, no, no, we got that. I'm like, well, the last time you won at Auburn, Eli Manning was the quarterback. Eli, Eli so played that him day in. when, was it Corey Peterson that caught the ball? That was 90, 99. 99. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I got I to Okay, yeah, yeah. That's right, right? Yes. Since that point. Late, late September of 99. So this millennium. Mm-hmm. Since Tubby Tuberville was in his first game against Ole Miss back at Auburn. Yes. Like at, at, at Auburn. Uh-huh. Ole Miss's wins in the series. 2003, Obamanu. 2008, game they kind of controlled the whole way. And 15. That's it. What was 15? Chad Kelly. They went one over there. It oh, was, was it there? It was like 27-19, yeah. Oh, okay. I stand corrected. They won twice there. Yeah. Got it. And only one in Oxford. Their only Oxford win is 08 since... That 1992. Was the, that was the Chiswick year that they fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. Since 92. No, 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 no. 08 was... Um, um, oh, sorry. They won in 12, but it was vacated, so I don't have a list. Okay. There's one more. That was the Chiswick fall apart year. That was the one where I was high as a kite on painkillers. That's correct, yes. Uh, yeah, that was when it was kind of close. It was when Ole Miss broke... I don't remember the game. That was when Ole Miss broke its streak of all the losses in a row. It was Freeze's first year. Yeah. Jeff Scott got, like, tackled and kind of, like, rolled over, but he didn't fall and ends up going down and scoring or something. Yeah. Like, All of, I remember was David Brandt going, you okay? Yeah. It was fourth quarter because I looked at David and I said, does that say fourth quarter? And he's like, man, you've been weird all day. So four wins since 99. And then six wins, throwing in 99 and 92. Six wins since 1971. Yeah. Now, they didn't play in 74, 75, 78 through 83, and 86 through 89. Okay. But six wins since 1971. And technically since 65, because Auburn won in 71. So they've, won, they've beaten Auburn six times since Archie Manning was a junior in high school. 
I mean, it's just hard to go. Hey, how old's Archie now? Well, older than junior in high school. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it's it's what I mean. I mean, and then on the rest of it, <laughs> you're right. I mean, that means Ole Miss is due. You're correct. That's that's. I that's, mean, that's, the Liberty number seems a little high, but I think Ole Miss is going to beat Liberty. The A and M number is about where I would have thought it would be. Thirty three point one percent. Frankly, the Vanderbilt number is low at ninety three. God, and if that's the case, man, I just think if they're eight and three going to state, they're going to win. Because so we're doing not going to be so. Help me here. Help me here. Everybody in the chat too. We're doing SEC football beyond at five o'clock tonight, previewing Mississippi State and South Carolina today. I'll call Chris Clark in a little while and go give me give me five minutes on the Gamecocks. Yeah, sure. I don't have anyone I can call at Mississippi State. What's what's the What's the 30,000-foot view of that team? They lost a ton on defense. Okay. And they were decent on defense a year ago. There's a lot of credit being given to Leach to just that he always schemes offense and that no matter what, he's going to find a way to score points. Most people like what the Rodgers kid did, at quarterback, late in the year last year. He was good. Um, but he was limited. And they don't run at all. It frankly feels like this is the year where the league kind of figures it out. Yeah. And I know everybody's been saying that about Leach forever, but, I mean, there aren't a ton of games unless he just had really elite, and he's never had elite talent all the way around, but had a couple playmakers that you really turn your heads off, to turn your head offensively, where he's dominated and scored tons of points against above-average defenses. Now, he rapes and pillages lower-level defenses. Um, but... Defenses that can get guys out of their route at the line of scrimmages. Defenses that can find ways to pressure with 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 four and five defenders. That really makes them get uncomfortable and get the ball out of their hands fast when there isn't that that safety valve run game. Okay, um, so I pulled up Mississippi State FPI, yeah, and it's pretty decent. It's like twenty something, right? Yeah, uh, twenty four. Yeah, it's got them winning eight games. Yeah, it's got them beating Louisiana Tech, North Carolina State. Memphis. They're going to beat Dave Dorn. <laughs> yep. Got him beating LSU. 50.9% on the win. That that will be the end of Ed Orgeron. 59? 50.9. Oh. Looks like good. God. Got him losing fairly handedly to A&M and Alabama. Okay. Got him beating um, Vanderbilt and Kentucky. This is what's weird to me. And it's a computer. I'm not going to fight with a computer. But if you tell me that Mississippi State, if the football gods come down and go, hey, I'm going to give you a factoid on Mississippi State as a hint to what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, thanks, football gods. And they say, Mississippi State loses at Arkansas on November the 6th. I'm like, all right, well, they, they, they didn't do jack. That's all I needed. Thank you, football gods. Because that tells you all you need yeah, to Yeah, you guys were nice to me today. Thanks. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Or however that works for the football gods. So got them losing at Auburn, beating ten- beating Tennessee State, and then beating Ole Miss. So Ole Miss and LSU are wins, and it has essentially at that point it would be I mean, seven and four. State would be a I mean in a vacuum, just not knowing anything else. I mean, State would be probably a one to two point favorite in that game. Three point favorite, something like that. Wouldn't really be an upset if those if the FBI went completely correct. 
Ole Miss doesn't feel like one of their three big swing games to me. I just don't believe in them that much. Frankly, a lot of state people don't believe in them that much. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody was shocked when the FPI came out like that. So this has me pulling teams up now at a random. Okay. While you're uh, figuring that out, I will tell you that the podcast is brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. They take care of you. Also a leader in the condo industry here in Oxford and uh, more. They have local underwriting that uh, is done in Memphis. And with that, you uh, know your market. Gives you plenty of ways to uh, take advantage of community mortgage. You can find Jason and the float down option, which allows you to lock in the current rate. But if rates go down before you close, you get the lower rate at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We're also brought to you by Joey Erickson, Herring Gear Chevrolet. Uh, let him help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Uh, choose from a full selection of new Chevy vehicles or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. 1685 High Street in Jackson, or you can call him at 662-571-2367. I just realized I've got the uh, wrong document up. We taped a uh, soft verbal, by the way, today. That was why that document was up. We're also brought to you by... Uh, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. They're owned and operated by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. Established in 2013, ACS is a complete electrical control solutions uh, systems provider and a Rockwell Automation recognized system integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and so much more. They're a full-service AutoCAD services provider and a full-service fiber optic cabling solution provider. If you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. They're going to make history in the fall at the Oxford Park Commission with their first fall softball league. Leagues available for girls ages 5 to 12. The cost to participate is just $40. Games will be played on Wednesdays at M-Trade Park from September the 15th through October the 20th. Uh, You can uh, register through July the 25th at OxfordParkCommission.com. And we're brought to you by Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate in Jackson. They service the entire state of Mississippi in all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell are Ole Miss grads. They utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. This week's property spotlight is on the Village at Madison. They feature roughly 60,000 square feet of restaurant, retail, and professional office space, along with roughly 75-0 lot line residences, with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial part of the development. The development's located on the corner of Madison Parkway and Main Street in Madison, Cobblestone streets, iron railings, gas lighting will serve as signature elements of the development. Half Shell Oyster House was the first business to open at the village. If you'd like to learn more about this great opportunity, give Sam and BB a call, 601-586-3220. Podcast is brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, that's 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. I've got it home as well. Your hometown team bring you world-class broadband, nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available as well as parental controls, network security, and more. So find out if they're in your area, in your neighborhood, and take advantage of the best internet around. Again, 
3159. Uh, it was pointed out in email form right before uh, we started the show. Ole Miss will play Marquette in the first round of the Charleston Classic this November on uh, on the Rebels side with the uh, with the Eagles is West Virginia and Elon and then on the other side of the bracket it is Boise State Clemson St. Bonaventure and Temple so that is uh, the eight-team tournament that Ole Miss is participating in uh, right around Thanksgiving Sunday November uh, 19th is the uh, the oh sorry is that the second day of it yeah November 18th November 19th November 21st are the three days for uh, for that event all games on ESPN2 or ESPN U there at TD Arena in Charleston, South Carolina. So anyway, Rebels and Eagles, they've played one time before in some sort of neutral side event with Marquette winning the game. It was a few years ago. Um 2015, 2016, Is that right? Like that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't remember that one? No. Okay. So I started pulling up West teams. They got Arkansas going 5 and 7, which is what I think. Okay. They got Arkansas beating Rice, Georgia Southern, Arkansas Pine Bluff, Mississippi State, and Missouri. That's about right. I think those are the five they can win. Okay. I'll buy that. Uh, let's see. I'm curious now what they think about LSU because they very clearly don't like LSU very much. So let's see what the deal is. We got LSU beating UCLA. McNeese in Central Michigan, mm-hmm. losing at Mississippi State, beating Auburn at home, beating Kentucky. So they have LSU beating Auburn, but then losing to other teams, but then giving those teams no chance to beat Auburn. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, winning at Kentucky, losing at home to uh, Florida, losing at Ole Miss, losing at Alabama, beating Arkansas, beating Louisiana Monroe, and losing to Texas A&M. That's the end, boy. Six and six. Seven and five. Seven and five. Bye-bye. See ya. That's out. Yeah. That's when you'll find out all about Ed Orgeron's role in covering up rapes. Alleged rapes. Because at that point, there will be no protection. We're looking for a scapegoat. Yeah. You'd make a good one. Yeah. Scott Woodward to get to go for the splash again. Uh, let's see. It's made our board again. Credit to the uh, SSC Shorts people for the Ole Miss defense thing of the day. Very, very funny. It was funny. It was really good. Yeah, it was. It was good. Uh, let's see. Getting into questions a little bit. To, uh, today, the first one. I don't even know what that means, so we're gonna skip over that. What are my Saints' expectations? And is Neil back on the Bears after the draft? Um, I mean, look. All jokes aside. I do think Jameis is the quarterback. I think he's better than people give him credit for being. I worry tremendously about what they have at wide receiver outside of Michael Thomas. Um, When Adam Troutman is one of the four guys mentioned for their top (laughs) pass catchers for the year, we have a problem. Uh, Defense is okay. Yeah, I'm going to go eight and eight or nine and seven for the Saints. It feels like they're right in that realm where they might can get a wild card, but – Feels like a weird moment for their franchise. A transition from Breeze to something. Yeah, they don't. It, it, you don't even really know if the window's open or not. We're just in this weird. On a scale of one to ten, how in on Jameis are you? I actually kind of believe in it. Like I'm not a ten or anything, but 
you don't think they're What's surrounding him with enough? What's a five? A five just means you're just kind of week to week on this Jameis thing. That you think it's possible, but I don't know. I'm a seven. Okay. Yeah. Seven to even seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Look. It makes no sense that they didn't give him more weapons. I mean, there are no weapons. Breeze covered up the fact that, frankly, they haven't had a lot of weapons, period. I mean, look, they do have Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. They have potentially the best players in the NFL at two positions. Yeah. But outside of that, not much. I mean, there's only so much that Troutman and Callaway and those guys can do. I mean, it's it's a pretty weak. So Carson and I have decided that this year we're going to have two teams and we're going to sort of try them on for size over the course of the year and just sort of see how it fits. You don't get to just keep doing layaway programs on NFL teams. There are no rules. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> You're setting Carson up to be that kid in like four years when it's like, oh, who was your favorite team? No, no. The, the, the Dodgers, no. the Patriots. Are you the, kidding? The, Carson, the, the... Carson wears a Shea Gilgis oh, Alexander no, shirt no. to school twice a week. Okay, fair <laughs> Today at lunch, Carson goes, Dad. <laughs> and I quote, Dad, if we trade up to three, who oh. do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. And then he goes, next question. What do you think Jalen Green's floor is? So, no, no, there, there's a no, there's a zero chance that he's a bandwagon. Well, yeah, because you are considering the freaking Bengals. Yeah, well, this is Oxford, Mississippi, and he wears the Shea Gilgis Alexander's gear to school twice a week okay. at a minimum okay. and would wear it more if I turned the laundry over faster. Okay. And he still cheers for the Cubs. His, his beef with the Cubs, frankly, has some legitimacy. Okay. You trade for Nick Castellanos. He falls in love with Nick Castellanos, who wants to stay in Chicago, and they go, nah, you're not good enough, and then he becomes an all-star. Yeah. He loves Kyle Schwarber. They let Kyle Schwarber walk, and he becomes an all-star. Yeah. He's got a point. He loves you, Darvish. They trade him for a bag of rocks, and you, Darvish, becomes an all-star. Yes. Track record's pretty poor. I mean, they're about to get rid of some of the guys that he likes now. He has a Chris Bryant autographed picture in his room, and they're probably about to unload Chris Bryant. Yeah, I mean, let's give the young man some credit. A lot of stuff here. going I mean, on. There's there. a lot happening to yeah. test your fandom at that point. Sure. Okay. So, who are your two teams? Bears and Bengals. Yes, we're going to have Bears in the NFC, Bengals in the AFC, and we're just going to sort of see how it all works out. They could both suck. They could both suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they might not get the ten between them. Um. Yeah, well, the Bears are going to go, I assume, pretty quick to Justin Fields. Sure. Right? I mean, they're not riding the redheaded monster too far. And then the Bengals. The Bengals have a chance to be fun for a little while. Well, our our source with the Bengals, who was telling us this in Cincinnati, on the field, says Burrow's completely healthy, ready to roll. Sure. I like Jamar Chase. They've got pieces. Burrow's fine. Yeah, Burrow's good. I like Burrow better than Trevor Lawrence. Do you? I do. If they were both sitting there and you'd take Burrow. I'd take Burrow. I know what I saw. Sure. Did you see where Auburn in their uh, stuff they were sending out to recruits used Burrow's Heisman in the pictures? Who did? So Auburn was doing like these, you know, the little recruit graphics they sent out to recruits. Yeah, yeah sure, it was sure. like... It said, like, Heisman Hood. I guess Hood's the last name of the prospect. Okay. And it's like, 
a photoshopped hood with the Auburn stuff on. He's got like a Heisman Trophy behind beside him. Uh-huh. But when you zoom in on the graphic, it says Heisman Trophy, Joe Burrow, Louisiana State University. Why would they do? They have two Heismans in their building. I don't know. I've seen them. Yeah. It's in the interview room where we used to interview the players all yeah. the time. Bo and Cam. Yeah. No, they have three now. Because when I was there, there was two. They, oh, okay. they had Pat Sullivan oh, and, right. and, yeah, and Bo yeah. Jackson's. Yeah. It said Joe Burrow, Louisiana State University. The Bo Jackson Shrine at their building was pretty cool. Is it? Yeah, I mean. You're calling it a shrine? He's, he's, yeah, well, I, that's what okay. it would be. I mean, he's Bo Jackson. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So you got three, including one fairly or recently. Or just use a generic one that doesn't have a name on it. Or just Photoshop his. No, we're going to take the one with inside the division with potentially the best college football team of all time. We're going to use that one. Someone's got to get scolded for that right and it, and it couldn't have gone well for an intern <laughs> that'd be a bad day wouldn't wouldn't whatever they're like their version of like the shark tank or whatever it is yeah, yeah somebody didn't do it very someone good. said hey come meet me down in the uh in the in the, in the room the memorabilia room yeah do you see this <laughs> <laughs> there's three do of you them. see this one <laughs> what about that one yeah take a photo use it <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> uh, North Temple Rebel, what's your guys' take on electric cars? When do you think you'll get your first one for your family? We support the Oxford Exxon and all few related activities associated with uh, with getting around. Um, sorry, I'm, uh, I'm gas guzzling is my business. You know, and, and and when the day comes that Corey Clark and the people at Clark Ford <laughs> are selling nothing but electric cars, at that point, I will. Consider the, uh, well, the options. I will reconsider this question. But until yeah. then, I am all for fossil fuels. Yes. <laughs> eat a bag, Tussle. Sorry, yeah, we're going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and eat uh, a snack, too, at the Oxford Exxon. You'll love it. I know they charge and whatever, but I would be really paranoid about being able to like find my charging stations along like a long trip or sure. something. Like. Of course. What, what would happen if you couldn't? Nah, I mean, are there, are there enough? Is this a is this an unfair worry at this point? Again, I have no this clue. is a Wendy's. I I don't know. You don't know where all the the charging stations <laughs> no, are. I know my neighbor across the street has a Tesla. And Does they, he? They plug it up. Yeah. You never ask him. No. I've, you ever talked to him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You never been out getting the mail and went, ah, how long does your car go without for asking to recharge? I mean, <laughs> no. it's a pretty obvious question. Just curious. Caroline's babysat there. Their son, they have two kids. Caroline, she's babysat their son, and when he plays cars, he looks for a place to plug his car in because that's really? what he knows. Yeah, because I mean, come on, right? That's what he sees. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Now they have a gas car too, but Good. yeah, he's seen the the plug-in. It's car. probably kind of cool for kids. I mean, it's what you know, right? Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, let's see. Do you like hundreds, the hundreds of spotters at the open? I think it'd make the players think twice about just ripping driver as far as they can and instead strategize their way around the course. If there are only one or two spotters per hole, I, I'm all, I'm for as many spotters as humanly possible. If the ball is still in play, you should be able to find your ball and hit it. No, I, I have no problem with people down there to help you find the golf ball. I would enjoy my rounds of golf more if I had a hundred spotters. Oh, I would say that you're really not even bad. Your average amateur amateur and worse loses several shots per round off no spotters. Because he can't find the ball? Yeah, I mean, because like blind two shot and I hit it a little right. I mean, that thing could be in a 60-yard area right. on like where it came down. I don't know. 
I mean, my eyesight sucks anyway. I've had four eye surgeries. I mean, I can't see where that thing's headed. No, I, I'm, I have no problem with all the spiders. Um, that's not really, I mean, you still got to hit out of whatever the area is, especially at the British Open where you get a lot of unfair lies or at least inconsistent lies. I guess unfair is not really the word. But no, you should find the ball. I have, I have, I have no issues. I, I get frustrated at the spotter who is staring at it come down and then can't find it. It's like you got one job. If you can't see, then don't do this job. This is literally what you're here for. That was like the people watching Wimbledon the other day in the final, and the serves 133.7, and they go out. Like, how the hell did you see it? I do wonder sometimes. They are pretty talented on how right they are. Most they of they the hardly time. ever miss. Yeah, and they're just like right. And you're like, the ball. And then the, and the guy's standing in the middle thing, and he'll just he'll make his call, and he ducks his head, and the ball goes boom, by his head, and you're like, son of a... <laughs> Never breaks his expression. <laughs> I was so fascinated. I mean, I'm so easily entertained. I mean, it's... So you think there's chances that ball would hit you in the forehead before you moved? Yeah, it's going 133 miles an hour. The, 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 yeah. the kid from Italy that, yeah. that was playing against... Ben or whatever. Yeah, yeah, hundred thirty three point seven on a serve. You and Matt would just go. Probably not. And then he would do it, and and then the indecision if it did come like right at you, do I my should move? Like what am I? What am I doing? Well, because you have to make sure it was in. Yeah, you can't bail on it. No, you have to look at it, and then it. I guess it decelerates a little bit when it hits the grass, but still. Sure, but it also balances inconsistent heights when it hits the grass. Or yeah. I got to tell you, watching Djokovic return that serve over and over and over yeah. was just unbelievable. We can talk about what sports or whatever. Playing tennis at that level is... The hand-eye coordination to actually get a return serve back in play. Yeah, like Novak Djokovic, Djokovic yeah, sure. if had never concentrated on anything except baseball, he's playing in the bigs. Oh. You never he think, has that level of hand You never think about yeah. it like that, but right, right? He's playing in the major leagues. That level of athleticism. If, he, if, if he's from Cincinnati instead of Serbia. Yeah, he's playing for the Tigers right now. Because, yeah, he could hit a baseball. Because you do that. We would do that thing with American players where we go, if that guy did nothing but soccer, he'd be one of the greatest soccer players on the planet. You're saying Djokovic would be like a shortstop or a third baseman in major league baseball? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think, like, if Damian Lillard had just grown up playing soccer. He plays soccer. Oh, he's an elite, world-class soccer player. Yeah. Well, that was always the thing back in the day. When, you know, when the, whatever the years that the U.S. has had a little bit of, you know, whatever their version of World Cup runs and been had, we just don't do it with our premier athletes versus right. somebody else. I mean, Reggie Bush would have been able to play soccer had he grown up. Well, he's a great it. example. Yeah, I mean, can I you mean, imagine how that incredible that, yeah. Reggie Bush would have been at soccer? Yeah. If that's all he played? Yeah, dude's flying around that. Oh, pitch. my God. He's messy. Yeah. Interesting take. I, I haven't ever made the tennis to baseball transition necessarily in my head. But but the ball's coming 133.7 miles per hour, and it's moving. And you have to move and hit it back into a certain area for it to keep going. And then the forehand backhand thing, and then they they do the little drop shot, and you've got to sprint, and you've got it's it's incredible athleticism at that level. It's an, I don't know how I thought of this. I'm still kind of just reading questions. We're talking. 
Did you see the on Twitter? Because I mean, maybe you listened. I, I did not. Where Yelich was on part of my take, and they were talking about. Mm-hmm. I guess it was Big Cat. They said that he said if he got a thousand pitches of full strength Degrom throwing at him, he didn't. He thought he might could foul off one. And that would be it. He would never get a hit in a thousand pitches. This is Christian Yelich of the Milwaukee Brewers. He, he, no, Big Cat is saying this. Oh, talking to Yelich. I was going to say. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, Yelich is like, yeah. He goes, you might could like swing in the same place every time and get lucky eventually, but yeah, he goes, I think a thousand pitches you would never get a hit, and a thousand pitches, the average oh, for human sure. being for sure. Said because he goes, he throws a ninety-five on our slider where you think it's a fastball until it's not. He goes, See, I'll go even further. I think if you got a thousand swings on Jacob Degrom, yeah, and he told you it's a fastball. Oh, you think even knowing the pitch? Yeah, I think if he told you it's a fastball. Because see, I was thinking we just guess fastball every time anyway. And how many ever sliders he throws, he throws. No, sure, but if I'm in the box and Jacob Degrom goes, put your helmet on. I'm going to throw a hundred, a thousand pitches to you. I'm yeah. never touching it. I have no idea what's coming. Yeah. But if you tell me I'm going to throw fastballs. Okay. I might take a little something off of it, but I'm throwing a fastball. Yeah. You're not going to have to worry about the ball that dies. No, I'm going to throw some four-seamers. I'm going to throw some two-seamers. But they're still going to feel like they're going to hit you because they're going to ride and sink and do all sorts of stuff. Never touching the ball. And it's going 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Sometimes 101, sometimes 97. I'm not touching the ball. I think it would take a certain amount of pitches to not just involuntarily bell out of the box. Yes. To stay in there would take a minute. Well, yeah, and, and he's not promising that he won't throw a fastball inside. Yeah. Oof. A couple of those, and you're like, man, I don't know. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, I think all you could hope for was some tips. I'm some one of these balls. guys. Yeah, I'm one of these guys that I, I, I respect the athleticism in all the different sports. I mean, I you know – I think you could take. They're all professionals for a reason and whatever they're chosen. If Jacob DeGrom had decided he was going to concentrate on basketball, he probably would have been a really good player. Maybe he's not tall enough or whatnot, but he'd still destroy you at the YMCA. There's a reason the baseball players all once a week go play golf and and it's like, yeah, they shoot a 71. Yeah. We're not all the same. Play golf with former Ole Miss players a decent amount. It's like, yeah, they have great high night coordination. Yeah. They they hit the golf yeah. ball. Yeah, come on. It's, it's, We're just not all made the same. Yeah. Tell you one, and I mean, it's funny. Like, you know, it pisses me off. I, I, I'm, I'm bragging on him, so he won't mind me doing this. Like Logan Power on a golf course. Oh, I've heard his, about this. His eyesight, though. No. I mean, I have terrible eyes, as I just said. Yeah. That son of a gun falls 290 yards. He goes, yeah, it's about six feet. And it's like, hold on. Because you recognize breaking balls. Like, in your head, yeah. you're going, okay, that's one of the reasons why you're able to do whatever it is sure. you did is that your eyesight sure. is so much better than mine that I'm, sure. like, I'm like, is that even on? It's like, yeah, it's eight feet. Like, Yo, that's like the average major league hitter. If you could stop time yeah, 15 feet out of the pitcher's hand, yeah, oh, it's breaking ball. They still have to hit it. Yeah, sure. But they recognize it. Oh, it's fastball. A slider. Because when they screw up and don't recognize it is when we get pitching ninja Or videos. when they guess. Like Xander Bogarts in the All-Star game the other night, they had him wired up. Uh-huh. And right before the pitch, they said, uh, Joe Buck said, what's coming? And he goes, fastball. And it was a slider from Scherzer, and he missed it by 12 feet. Yeah. I mean, he's an All-Star. Yeah, sure. What I was going to say is, how come nobody ever says, oh, right, here's what we're going to do, smart ass. 
I'm going to give you five facts and a quote. Make it into a story in 10 minutes. Do it. <laughs> Nobody ever does that. Uh, How come we don't have that skills competition? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Uh, podcast brought to you part by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Go to the events page. See what else going on this week and every week this uh, Friday night from 6 to 9 at the Growler. They've got an event going on. The uh, end of all music record store day is Saturday as well. And then uh, coming up next week, you've got um, OPC night at the Park Shrek being shown for uh, for that one and much more. So plenty of events going on here as the, uh, the summer is still kind of going for it winds down. School starting before too long. That's 8 o'clock for uh, Shrek on Friday, July 30th. And then uh, on Saturday, July 31st, the YAC Towny Takeover. You get details through OxfordArts.com. And again, visit OxfordMS.com slash events. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they're uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand-tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi. One size fits one at BlueDeltaJeans.com. Baseball season's over, football season a little ways away, but that doesn't mean you have to delay your Blue Delta Jeans. Go to their virtual tailor at BlueDeltaJeans.com and you can be measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple of minutes. And Blue Delta will make sure you're looking good for the first kick of football season in September. Our podcast listeners get 10% off your purchase using the code REBELGROVE, one word, all lowercase, REBELGROVE, at checkout at BlueDeltaJeans.com or in the Oxford studio where all you'd have to do is say, hey, I heard about this on Rebel Grove. It's a great time of year to get a pair of Blue Delta's cotton genos in the works. So don't miss out. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons uh, at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for 73 years, from engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. They're the gold standard in fine jewelry. So visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com. Give them a call, 662-234-2777. Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air. It's the name you can trust with more than 50 years of professional HVAC experience in Oxford, Tupelo, and the surrounding area. It's really hot. It's going to get hotter. If your air conditioner is acting a little funky, might want to make that call, 662-801-1777. Great service, great products at Comer Heating and Air. We uh, taped a soft verbal podcast earlier today. You can watch it on YouTube. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. It's brought to you by The College Corner. It's your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day. The largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. Martin Palomo and I taped a Mind on My Money today. That's brought to you by Pinnacle which is home to the Pinnacle Trust 401k advisory services team where they can conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. Mention that you heard about Pinnacle on the uh, Oxford podcast. You'll be glad that you did. That's pintrust.com, P-I-N-N trust.com. First day of the British Open is over and 30, uh, let's see, well, tied for 32 is under par um, there. I guess 47 players technically under par at the British Open. Louis Oosthuizen leading the way at six under, one shot ahead of Jordan Spieth and Brian Harmon, two Americans. So, Neil probably could not pick Brian Harmon out of a lineup. No, he had to take a guess. I could not. Small left-handed guy. Oh, yeah. 
all right let's see jumping back into uh <laughs> will, will burns makes a great point there's nothing i'd want to do more than try and hit a 100 mile an hour fastball from max scherzer while joe buck is rambling in my ear <laughs> he kept talking to him and you could tell that bogarts was like trying to concentrate trying to yeah lock in for trying, a second trying to think here for a second uh, Rebels 8, 8 10. I, I wish I had seen this a couple hours before. I didn't open up the questions. Name your top five non-alcoholic drinks. Uh, uh, coffee. Coffee. Lemonade. Unsweet tea. I don't drink yeah, sweet, unsweet tea. tea. Unsweet tea. Um, the lime, limeade from Sonic. The lime limeade from Sonic. Not a cherry limeade. No, but just a lime, straight lime. Limeade from Sonic. Really? I love it. What's in it? Just that soda water and yeah. the, all that the crushed ice that's so good yeah, and like the lime stuff. Guy. Yeah, I'll, once once in six months. Okay, that's fine. Um, no, no soda. No soda doesn't do anything for me. I only want it. I mean, seriously, once ever. God knows how long, but chocolate milk, like really, just, every once in like it, it's in a blue moon. And I never do it, but occasionally I'm like, I really just want a really cold glass of chocolate milk. Wow. Because I don't drink much milk at all. Even. Uh-uh. Like, you know, and Carly Ann, I mean, no information nobody needs. She has acid reflux. She doesn't drink regular milk. We drink, we have exclusively almond milk. At okay. Home. So, and that's, that's all the girls drink. And I'm used to milk. it. I, I, I yeah. can't tell the difference. I can pour that over cereal just like anything else. So it doesn't really matter. But I've just now gotten to a point that I, I, I'm fine with almond milk. Like, it took, me, can, it took me a while to kind of get used to it, but I'm not. Is it big, in your head, though? Probably. I'm just not a big milk person. I'm not either. Because I don't so, eat cereal, really. No, I don't either. I mean, it's 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 once in a blue moon. I don't do I breakfast. Cereal. I make myself, or otherwise I'll get really hungry and eat too yeah. much later. I'll have like a little protein. I'll have like a half a protein just bar or something. Just make a smoothie. I know. It's just too much time. I don't, I, I don't do it. It's less than five minutes. I know. I just don't do it. Get I, one of those ninjas or bullet things. Well, like today, I went out and ran, and I came back. I jumped in the pool. Took a shower and then I had stuff. I had work. I didn't have. I didn't have five. We have a. We have a. Um. Um. What's it called? The the really good blender. I don't know. The no. girls use it. Okay. I One, just do like a little self serve thing on like a bullet or yeah. whatever it's called. Fine. Throw some spinach in there to make you feel healthy, and you don't ever taste it. Yeah. So it doesn't really make much difference. Like I, I just know. watch them. Like they put like like almond butter and spinach and all this stuff in there. I'm like, there's no way that tastes good. You don't taste most of it. Yeah. Now, the problem is that I can turn mine into almost like a chocolate milkshake, but the, you got to use a banana. So you have to get yeah. past the fact that you have a banana in it. Yeah. Which for you is a problem. For sure. But if you can do that, you can pretty quickly get, I mean, a fairly healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Just, know. Whatever. Uh, let's see. I gun to your head. Project the twenty twenty two weekend rotation. I I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I I don't know. Um, <laughs> better score runs. I still think they're going to do something else in the tra- in the transfer portal. I mean, I think they're probably throwing out offers right now, like yeah, Oprah when she's giving away cars. I mean, I think it's just anybody who might yeah. can can help. It's hard to see. They should be t- they, they should be tampering right now. Should be tampering. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Now would be a good time. Can you, to have, can, can you send me a list of all the mid-major aces with their school and where yeah. they are located? Yeah, might want to have somebody do some reaching out. I know you enjoy Jacksonville State, but any interest? Yeah. Uh, look, 
they need Gaddis to be really good. They need Derek to be healthy. I don't know. Is that the case or not? And then I think they have a question on what do you do with Jack Doherty? I could see him turning into a weekend starter um, at some point in his career. Better in the bullpen right now. And how much of that is a Hail Mary just because you are taking him from maybe where he's the most effective to try to fill a role? I I, I don't know. Um, well, you're not winning this thing without starters. so I know, yeah. I mean, and somebody's got to be an ace. They don't have a clear ace. You know. I mean, if, if Bednar is not the ace at state, they don't win. I was in the middle of trying to deal with my own real estate issue, so I don't really have an answer to this. Neil, I'll ask you this. PC Rebel says, do either of you get random calls from people offering to buy your house for cash? For the first nine months of the pandemic, I would get a text from a random local number asking if I was interested in selling my house. Then I started getting calls. We just refinanced our house last week. The Zillow estimate is 260000 when someone called yesterday, I told her I was interested in her offer and had time to talk. I said my starting asking price is 600000 but would like to hear her offer. She said no thanks and hung up, obviously. Oh, I've never gotten that call. I know some... I actually have a friend of mine who somebody just walked up to them one day and said, I want to buy your house, gave them a number that was stupid, and they bought it. Yeah. And I, they just figured I, it out. I have a friend that did that as well, but it's never happened to me. I've never... No one's ever... You'd like for that to happen. I guess. God, it would be a, such a pain in the, the ass. The problem is you have to buy something on the other end right Well, and now. then you got to pack up all your stuff and pay for that. Be a lot of work. Gulf Coast says you skipped his very important question. Uh, what, is, what was his? It was probably something ridiculous. I'm yeah, if guessing. it was the one I think it was, sorry, I could not, uh, I could not do that. With his four exclamation points, that's usually a giveaway that it was insane. Oh, no. This one's fine. Sorry, I'll go okay. back. I'm, right. I missed that. Go first. Okay. With the 12-team playoff coming in the next few years, how do you think that affects Kiffin staying in Ole Miss due to it possibly making it easier to get a number two West team in the playoffs? What do you think the Max, Ole Miss, and Boosters could pay him per year in the future? Um, I think it increases the possibility that he stays long-term. I don't think that's the look at the end of the day what's he making today we're, we're guessing five and a I'm half i'm guessing somewhere in there okay one of the questions was what could they pay him i don't know if you're winning big eight if you were winning super big sure I mean, where else are you going to make eight million i mean how many other jobs ten so the places you could go it's, even, it's yeah it's the places you could go it's super limited it's the conversation I have all the time. Everybody's really worried about Lane always. And I'm not, look, I'm not saying he's going to be here nine years or whatever. Hell, he might not be here more than one. I don't know was my point. Yeah, but sure. there are only so many jobs that are willing to pay him more money that he wants and wants him. Yes. It takes all three of those things together. Well, like someone will say, well, you know, the Miami job. I'm like, well, is Manny Diaz dying? He's not leaving anytime soon. I mean, people talk about the UCLA job, and I mean, it, it certainly would be one that I'd keep an eye on if it happened. But is UCLA going to pay their coach seven million dollars? There's no sign of it today. Right? What's your over under if you're in Vegas on how long Kiffin's going to be here? What would you set it at? 
it's gone up. Um, I don't know. My over under is probably four and a half from now. That's a pretty big over under. Yeah, that's probably what I'd say, and I'd consider both sides pretty closely. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's conceivable that at the end of this year he's ten and two and on top of the world, and what opens up? Who's hiring him? At that point, what are you, what are we doing? UCLA just goes, hey, you know what? We've decided that suddenly we are going to be triple the amount of dedicated yeah. to, I mean. Yeah. No, oh, I know. Where, where are you going? I mean, he's not taking the Wisconsin job. I mean, where's he going? Yeah. He likes warm weather. His kids are in California. Yeah, I think the only negative right now is he'd like to be closer to his kids. Yeah. I mean, so that, so going to the East Coast doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone, I guess it was Chris Landry I was talking about Arizona State. Is he going to Arizona State? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you asked 100 coaches in the country what's a better job, Ole Miss or Arizona State, at least 80 would say Ole Miss. Yeah. You're in the SEC. He's got tons and tons of money. Yeah. I mean, the down, you know, the negative is that a lot of other great jobs are in the SEC West. And, I mean, you know, Texas A&M and Auburn and Alabama and LSU are on your schedule every year. And, you know, you play in the same league with Florida and Georgia. And, I mean, it's a tough league, obviously. Duh. Mm-hmm. But money, resources, ability to recruit. Yeah, sure. Uh, October 25th, it's Orgeron, the head coach at LSU, to schedule to that point. At UCLA. Yeah, I think so. McNeese, Central Michigan, MSU, Auburn, Kentucky, Florida, Ole Miss. Look, the only scenario where he's not the coach after the Ole Miss game would be if they lost UCLA, Mississippi State, Auburn, and Ole Miss. And, and Florida, obviously. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, because then you're like two and yeah, it's five and it's, it's chaotic. Daniel Cotto says, "What if Corral gets hurt?" But that applies to so many teams across the country. Yes, if your quarterback gets hurt, your season changes. <laughs> I mean, if you told Alabama, "What if Bryce Young gets hurt?" Oh, well, it's, we're, it's different. And they're still good, but it's different. Oh, there's only one or two programs where it wouldn't change. Yeah. Time. I mean, if you told Oklahoma, what if Spencer Rattler gets hurt? That's a problem. Oh, yeah. well, shit. What if Sam Howell gets hurt? You think North Carolina falls off a little bit this year? Mm-hmm. Sure, of course. That's part of it. Time frame on Elko's rehab availability. He'll be fine at the start of the season. Six, eight months, typically post-surgery, something yeah. like that. Yeah. He's fine. He doesn't need, he doesn't need fall ball. No. He's going to be all right. No. Um, no. He's, there's he's, no reason for him to be out there. No. For that cool. matter, there's not reason, a whole lot of reason for like Jacob Gonzalez and those cats to be out there. Because you don't want anything stupid to happen. I wouldn't. Hey, young guys, you're getting a lot of advice this fall. That's what I do. Hey, Jacob, there's a T in there. Go hit off of it. We'll holler at you later. Yeah. Run sprints carefully. Straight in a very straight line. Yeah. Stay away from any drainage ditch imaginable. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh let's see. I know nothing about the the recruitment of Tim Anderson. That's a great question. It is a comes great question. Central, but I don't I I don't know. I'll He's ask. so good. It's kind of like the kid from Collierville that played a really good outfield for NC State. 
he had no offers from anybody around here. Literally, no offers. Well, some of it in baseball, and this wouldn't apply to Anderson because it was junior college, but some of it in baseball is that they commit them so, early, like, yeah. so fast out of the womb that when they develop late, the kid that develops at 16 or 17. It's also money. I mean, like, one kid picks Ole Miss over State or State over Ole Miss. Well, one team might have offered him 87% of a scholarship, and one team might have said, you're a walk-on. I mean, there's yeah, sure. nothing's apples to apples, so there's no way to go, hey, well, they won that recruiting battle. Well, yeah, they had a Brinks truck compared to the yeah, other place. But I mean, a lot of the recruiting battles are happening when kids are in the eighth grade. Yeah. it's It's got to settle a little bit. It's completely ridiculous right now. I mean, I'd cheer for the that story. Yeah. I talked to a couple of college coaches like, yeah, I'm headed to Marietta or, you know, Fort Myers or whatever. And it's like, well, you watch an eight you today? <laughs> yeah. And you always get like the smart ass, like, shut up. Like, yeah. We don't want to do it, okay? Like, quit. Like, <laughs> you giving him a juice box after yeah, the game? Yeah, it's like this kid, you? I really like to throw 68 right now, really projecting, projecting out. What's well. his favorite popsicle flavor? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. <laughs> Has he stopped wetting the bed yeah. yet? I mean, what? <laughs> Come on, it's crazy. They're offering kids like seventh grade. It's insane. And they know it too. They hate it. They yeah. have to hate it. Who? Uh, who do you think's the kicker? It's the kid that they're bringing in, right? The is it Costa immediately? Yeah. Okay. That's why they brought him in. I'm just curious. I'm, just, I'm answering. That's what I'd guess. Okay. Um, Should I ask Lane that on Tuesday? What, what do you think of your kicking situation? I think he'd hit me. <laughs> Some of the questions that are going to get asked on Tuesday. I'd love to be the little fly inside his brain. Where he's like, oh, are you effing kidding? Yeah. Because some people can't pick up on the social clues. He sure, likes yeah, yeah, big yeah. picture stuff. Yeah. And he hates the minutiae. Hates the minutiae. Uh, with some of your guilty pleasure movies you watch when they come on. Neil's Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank. Um, Bull Durham for a little while if it comes on. Top Gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Days of Thunder. Top Gun over Days of Thunder, but sure, I will I'll, I'll take both without issue. Cocktails, everybody knows. Talladega Nights. Really? I will laugh the entire time. Um, it's I, I'll actually see new things every time. I'm... I like rom-coms, Crazy Stupid Love, When Harry Met Sally. Um, yeah, those are okay. I'm fine with them. I, I like rom-coms. Uh, Arthur. I love Arthur. Um, Dudley Moore is the best drunk actor in the history of the, the world. The one we watched was uh, um, um, 16 Candles. Okay. Which was really rapey in today's oh dude in today's culture that's maybe one of the most like held on this was okay (laughs) things you could watch it's like and it was kind of like a teen family film i I mean i know and today it's like oh that was a sexual assault well yeah like that's harassment like what's his name jake yeah it's like he's sitting there and he's like yeah so-and-so's passed out i could do whatever i want it's like whoa 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 and and the girlfriend's trash he's like take her yeah whoa (laughs) 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 <laughs> no watching that with your kids today is like a little bit of a context problem you're like well it, oh, see back in my day well, this Campbell was... kind of got mad at us like oh really oh, yeah she was like you like this and I'm like well it's a different time, time. sort of then and I was like it is kind of rapey <laughs> it's very rapey uh your favorite journalist reporter movies um okay 
from a well done standpoint, the Catholic it's, Church it's, one, it's spotlight in the post, yeah. and those are yeah. by far the two that yeah. are great. Um, Shattered Glass is one I really, really like. That I've not seen that one. Um, it's about Stephen Glass's fabrications back in the day. Oh, it. We actually watched it in school when I was in college, but to this day, I really I, I like it. It's it, it's well done. Um, it's it, it it's very 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 good. Yeah. Is it the all the presents? All the presents, man. Presidents, man yeah. But I mean it. It's the one everybody talks about because of the story, but it's not as good as the post or spotlight to me. Are you surprised that all these? It took so long for us to find out who Deep Throat was because there were so there had to be at, at a core group of people at the Washington Post who knew who Deep Throat was. The New Republic is who Stephen Glass worked for when he made up all the stuff. By the way, um, Hayden Christensen plays him. Um, huh? Shattered Glass. I'll have to yeah, find that. It's it, it's good. It's a, it, it's a good movie. I, I like it. Um, it was a commercial failure, but received acclaim from critics. Uh. How many people at the Washington Post knew the identity of the well, Yeah, because, I mean, again, like, though. Well, because in the movie, the editor doesn't even know. And I'm like, nope, it doesn't work like that. No. Doesn't work like that. But here's the problem. In all seriousness, something that big, I mean, all jokes aside about the saying, but the only way three people keep a secret is if two are dead. I mean, like, it had to have been an incredibly small group. It had to be, but, but okay. Three so, or fewer? No, because the, the, the two reporters. Sure, yeah, yeah. Bob Radley. Woodwin Bernstein. The attorneys. At least two? At least two. Okay. And the and the, the, the publisher of the paper had to know. Had to know. Yeah, the publisher has to know. You're you're potentially liable for you you're you're going after the president of the United States. Those on, many people though said no, we're just it's unbel- hold that's it. what I'm saying, it's unbelievable. But it never What factors do you play in though it being in the non internet age? A ton. Because you're not getting like the speculation, you know what I mean? There's no Reddit to start deep diving and doing all sorts of things where someone could just who knows? leak it. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I, those are the ones off the top of my head. I mean, I, I, I may be forgetting something, but that's... <laughs> do y'all still tell someone that their baby is cute? Children are beautiful, even when the baby isn't cute and the children aren't beautiful. <laughs> Not every kid's cute. No. I mean, it, it's just life. No. Not every kid's cute. Not every kid's smart. <laughs> no. It's more the smart one where I'm like, I'm... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got to sit there and go, yeah. Look how it... she's something. <laughs> I shouldn't say it. Guy on the TV shows my beautiful wife, and they show her, and you're like, No, she's not. <laughs> Come on. Oh, that's a good point, Doris. Eddie Murphy stand ups, like Richard Pryor stand ups, like today. Oh, Eddie I, Murphy today? Couldn't do it. Couldn't, couldn't. Couldn't do it. No. No, because he, he, you, 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 he talks about people's. Sexuality, ethnicity—you couldn't do it. In 1982, Richard Pryor starred in *The Toy*. I know. Anybody who's unfamiliar, go read a synopsis. 
You, you couldn't. You couldn't. Th- that movie has not just no prayer getting made, but someone's getting fired for even writing that script. Someone, absolutely. Today, someone's getting fired for bringing the script into the building. I mean, couldn't do it. Couldn't think about doing it. No, I mean, I, like I don't even know what movies will look like in ten years. I'd hate to be a comedian today. Yeah, because, like what's off limits? Because you're in, because what's funny is playing off of known stereotypes and whatnot. And yeah, Grind says Dave Chappelle rides the fence well, but like you do wonder, does a guy like Dave Chappelle even sit back and go, "All right, do I do I need to dial this back?" Given yeah, where we are today, yeah, does the office get made today? As somebody said, well, like Stephen A. Smith got railed this week for what was. Right or wrong, it was just an industry opinion. It wasn't incendiary. I mean, I thought he was wrong, but I didn't find it to be. I didn't think Stephen A. Smith owed an apology to the entire Asian community. Where was that? Why? For what? And for the record, I didn't think Rachel Nichols owed anybody an apology. Disagree with her, but I didn't think it was offensive. I don't think Stephen A. Smith offended anybody. I mean, I think he's wrong. I think Shohei Otani can be the face of baseball and never say a word. Yeah, sure. But this, oh, he must apologize on national television for 20 minutes, and then we must make an hour about it and grovel about it. Why? Drew says, can the office be done today? No. No, you don't think so? No. Think about it. In the office, they do a lot of stereotypes. Yeah. Period. People would get mad about the way Kevin is portrayed. Yeah. Minorities, fat, yeah. stupid. I mean, any, any. Yeah, you couldn't do it. Meredith is promiscuous. Yeah. Probably couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. They would say the office didn't have enough minorities. They do a lot of, like, Oscars homosexual, spoiler alert. They... No, you couldn't do it. They make weight jokes about Phyllis. Couldn't do that today, I don't think. Um, political commenter says, with no Nikhazy, Hoagland, Broadway, Miller, Myers, and not great news on Diamond, when was the last time Ole Miss had a pitching staff with this little experience in production coming back? Uh, 2011. Matt Krause was the Friday night starter in 2011. Mm-hmm. Matt, Matt did a really good job, but... In an era of aces, he's not who you would think about. No. Um, yeah, it was rough. That was maybe him and go forth, and I don't remember. Um, off the top of my head. That was a team that went fourteen and sixteen in the league. So yeah, something like that. <laughs> Diversity Day, that episode of the office. Oh. Yeah, the more I think about it, there's too many episodes where I went, Yeah, that episode yeah. has no chance. Yeah. I mean Michael Scott would be hated today. You see where they, I don't remember what the, and I'm going to get this wrong, but the gist will be known. I was watching some video like where one of the episodes cost NBC like a stupid amount of money because they used a song they didn't have rights to accidentally. Oh, really? And they, like one of the, they were doing like karaoke or one of the characters said like one phrase or one verse of it. 
but it cost them literally thousands of dollars. So they had to like adjust how they used any music for like the next 10 episodes or something. Oh, wow. They, I didn't know that. Yeah. They used so much of their budget on like some song that they absolutely didn't have the rights to use or the rights were crazy expensive <laughs> for. You know, somebody caught it. Like it's the office, so we'll let it go, but somebody's catching up. So who's your favorite character in the office? And the reason I ask is because that show's so good that they develop so many characters that choosing a favorite is very hard. Who was the character at the end that you cheered for? All of it, though. You got to remember, I only watched it through season five. I've never finished. Okay. Which is really weird because that's a reversal of how we typically would be. I'll tell you, through five, it's hard. Like I find it funny, and I'm good, but I almost find it funny and almost. Seinfeld's my favorite sitcom of all time, but almost in a Seinfeld way where I get I'm annoyed with every character through season five. Uh-huh. Like I don't have the in like the endearing thing completely for one character. I yeah. have I almost see flaws in every character. Well, there where flaws. I find you really funny, but I kind of don't like any of you. Like I almost sort of oh, have yeah. a weird thing there because like like I get like Michael Stick and it's cool and it's funny and it's whatever, but, but he's like, annoying. He'll wear you out. Jim and Pam, completely annoying. Totally. I mean, just anno- like drives me insane. Andy the, doesn't bother me like most people bother. Like, he the, bothers most people. Du- I actually kind of like Andy. The Dwight-Angela love story is actually better done than okay. Jim and Pam. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. Because by the end, I don't like Pam much. When you look back at their history, yeah. you go, hey, this like, is come dysfunctional. On, Jim. Yeah. I'm much more a fan of Dwight and Angela. Yeah. I don't know. That's fascinating. You obviously have one. So who is it? It's Dwight. Is it really? I think so. Maybe of any of the characters, the most mean well. The most. When you really. I thought they did the most job of developing this incredibly complex character from what originally was not. You didn't, just a spook you didn't think he would be so so complicated, but he was. Yeah, is 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 Dwight for sure. He's who I caught myself cheering for. Really? Yeah, feeling for. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, that's all really we've got. Questions wise, let's see, what else do we uh have going on? Neil, you might want to pay a bill or two. Yeah, while you're looking, I'll up. tell you that we're brought to you by John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John's been traveling the globe for basically 40 years. He did that before even getting into the travel business. He knows the extra attention that's needed to make a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that is absolutely where you should go. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com, just off Interstate 55 in Grenada, Mississippi. We're also brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573, 662-842-3844. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers, from work to lifestyle to nightlife. It's a perfect something for everyone at The Rogue, all the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, and more at The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or at therogue.com. 
So uh, I guess it's kind of for the most part all we uh, all we have today. The 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 afternoon, a little more sporadic scheduling. We'll go through basically until kind of the semester starts. People have asked me that kind of when we're kicking in camp, that sort of time period. Yeah, when, when I the, think uh, camp's August seventh. Yeah. So we've got. We'll start before this, but we've got a, a that weird week in August where we'll do a Monday show and then. I leave Tuesday to take Carolina to Fayetteville, and I'll be gone Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'll get back in time to maybe do a show that night if we chose to. But after that, we'll get starting that next week for sure. We'll be mornings. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you got a couple things. Then when those are over, we'll. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we move her. We go up on Tuesday. We move her in on Wednesday, and then we'll come back on Thursday morning. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, I know you obviously more than me, but that is kind of like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, when we moved here, she was getting ready to start kindergarten. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we moved here. Campbell's going into second grade. Caroline was going into kindergarten. And Carson was a year, a little over a year old. Yep. Good. God. Yeah. Okay. Time flies, man. Now you look up and Campbell's about to start her junior year. Caroline's going to college. Carson's going to high school. That might be the one that the most like, whoa, is Carson going to high school? Yeah. I mean, we first started taping those little like preview videos. It's like, hey, Carson, you're like four. Like, just go sit over there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah. Literally, like, here's your <laughs> go get a juice box. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and now it's yeah, totally yeah, totally different deal. All right. Appreciate everybody in the stream and for uh, listening as the week has moved on. Be back with you on Monday. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Hopefully weather works out for all of you, and we'll talk to you again very soon. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.